Welcome, welcome, hola, hola, hola. Welcome to another episode of Mujer de Éxito, Unbounded Woman of Success Without Limits. My name is Marty Angel and I am your host for this podcast. Mi nombre es Marty Angel y soy su anfitriona aquí para este podcast. I just want to share with you that sometimes we speak English, sometimes we speak Spanish, and sometimes we speak Spanglish. And what this podcast is all about is about getting the story, the real story, the raw and real story from those women who have gone from survivor to thriver and hopefully inspires you to be able to see that you can do it too. As a business coach, I love taking the mujerpreneur, the bilingual mujerpreneur, gain clarity and focus on who they serve so they can up-level from brick and mortar to click and order and rock their six-figure biz. Gracias por estar aquí. Let's get to it. Vamos. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mujer de Éxito, Unbounded Woman of Success Without Limits. Today, I'm very excited. I have a special guest, but for those of you that have never heard and you're just um, listening to this podcast or maybe you're watching us on the YouTube channel, gracias por estar aquí. Thank you so much. This is the place where you come to hear tips and tricks to rock your six-figure biz and to hear inspiring stories and to put voices to all the Latinas, the mujerpreneurs that have gone from surviving to thriving so that you can be your best your best self as it is. It is my legacy to leave a trail of Latina leaders behind, behind me. And I'm so excited today. And as your host, Marty Angel, for this Mujer de Éxito Unbounded, gracias por estar aquí. Today, I have a beautiful, beautiful guest. And guess where she's coming in from? She's coming in from Brazil. So it's so amazing. Today I get to interview Simone. Let me just share a little bit about her. Simone is an independent filmmaker, a video conference educator, and the list can go on and on and on. But more than anything, she is a fellow social curator. And I am pleased and very honored to have Simone on the show, on the Mujer de Éxito. Gracias por estar aquí. You are so beautiful. Simone, tell us a little bit about the weather. ¿Dónde estás? Como calor. <laughs> calor aquí, Brasil, verano. It's hot. It's well, we, you know, I've been lucky. It hasn't been that bad because it's summer here. We are, in the, you know, in the um, South America. So it's summer now. Um, I usually it's very hot at this time of the year, but it's been, been okay. It's been all right. We're having a lot of rain. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to be here. I'm home 
away from home because now I have two homes. I have my home in the U.S., Florida, and I have my always home in Brazil. Uh-huh. Even though I don't have my original home here, being with my mom, my family, it's always always feels home. So I love I love being here and just walking around the city. I feel a little bit of a tourist, but uh, I also feel home because it changes. It changes a lot over time. It's, it was like a smaller city. Now it's growing so much. But it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be here and wonderful to be here with you and everybody that's watching this. <laughs> thank and you so the, much. I'm so honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you that don't know where I am, I am in uh, sunny San Diego. Okay. So she's in Brazil. What um, what city or town are you in right now? So one thing people always get surprised when they say from Brazil, like, oh, you don't look Brazilian, you look like European, they feel like Polish or everything else, like Eastern European. Uh, the city I come from, it's called Blumenau. It's a city colonized by Germans. So my background mm-hmm. is German. So that's how like the, the light skin and the city looks very Germanic with the Germanic culture and lots of beauties they try to keep the way so if i share some pictures you're gonna see like oh she's like in germany <laughs> uh but i'm in brazil so south of brazil has a lot of european colonies uh, you know so it's, it's very different from what people expect from brazil sao paulo rio or north of brazil um very different brazil is big it's uh right there's a lot of different culture here Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing we have in common. So my mom is also blonde hair and blue eyes also um, coming in from Germany, had German uh, grandparents as well. So, um, you know, it, it, and she was, um, they colonized over there in Guadalajara mm-hmm. and there was a big town of, um, you know, a big town of uh, German Im- immigrants. So that's where her grandparents were came from Germany over there. So, yeah. And, um, so we have that in common <laughs> European. Yes. Yes. That's, that's wonderful. And one thing I believe that happens to you too, like when I have so much mixed this culture about Brazil and, and German, they're like, I love so much the German culture, the food, the, the music, like the folk, like, you know, dancing and Oktoberfest, like Blumenau has the biggest Oktoberfest after Munich. So it's like 18 oh, wow. days in October. So it's really a crazy year. That's that's a <laughs> history behind that, but I'm not going to tell about today. But also when I hear samba, bossa nova, it's just like, it's on my skin. I start dancing. It's just like, I never had like samba lesson or like anything of those music, but I know how to samba. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's in my skin, it's in my body. And I love it. I love it. So um, it, it, I think it comes with, Living in Brazil, you get all this richness of culture here and feijoada from Brazil, my favorite food. <laughs> ah, yes. How amazing is that? I'm so happy that, um, you know, that I get to share a little bit more about Brazil and, with you or you get to share with us, the listeners. I do have, um, you know, I do have a question. I know that you are an entrepreneur of sorts. Tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about, you know, what is it like to be an independent filmmaker and how did you get started? <laughs> it's a, it's a very uh, interesting story because I never dreamed of 
in, in any sort of like way or form be involved with filmmaking. I always loved films. I always loved going to the movies. And like, even when I was uh, by myself alone, I would go to the movies, just watch movies. I, I love watching movies and, and going to the movie theater because it's always a different experience and the big screen. And then I met my ex-husband and he was in the process of going to the U.S., to study filmmaking because this was like 20 years ago. Uh, there wasn't so much of easy access to the digital filmmaking that we have nowadays. And in the US it was more open for independent filmmaking than it was in Brazil. So he said, well, it's gonna be easy if I go there and try there. So when he started doing, and I went with him to the US, uh, he and that needed a little bit of help. So I started doing pre-production working on the pre-production and getting the things ready. And then, uh, you know, the rental, the schedule, all the stuff behind the whole production. Then after he did this full short film that was successful, went to many film festivals, won uh, many awards, um, he set his mind to do a feature film. Then he had, I, the same way I helped him with this uh, pre-production, pre getting the things ready, getting the schedule, the actors, all the things said. We have dates, places, everything to film the, the, the film. It's a comedy, long uh, feature comedy. Then the cinematographer, just I think a month before, or like a two months before we, we started filming, he said he, he wouldn't be able to do it. And was like too short notice for us to get somebody that would all allow us to get into this project with a, such a low budget because we were paying for everything. So talking about it, and I always loved filming or photography, I already had like a photography course. We saw that was like a workshop about digital photography. And they said, well, if you try for me to go do this workshop, um, the, the workshop um, runner was the cinematographer of the Saturday Night Live uh, films, you know, Saturday Night Live, they always do some short stories, uh, like the whole story of filmmaking. So they, he was doing this one. And when I went there, it was so perfect. It was like a serendipitous moment because the equipment he was using was the one that we were getting for our film. So everything worked out fine. So I had the study and I ended up being the cinematographer of the feature film. So then changed everything for me because I went from being like, even when production film was like a little different, I was already experiencing the whole way we make films. It's so different when you go and just watch. You start like, I told my ex husband, like, you run film for me because I would just go watch stories and I wouldn't care like all the actors, the preparation, all the mess behind. But once you start working on this, like, oh, there's so much preparation. So when I was doing this and being behind the camera, I was seeing the transformation. I was having the experiences, my first seeing, I was the first one to see in the camera lines, how the actors would transform, how they bring the stories to life. And then fast forward, we started doing some documentaries. And then I was seeing how people with no experience on camera or movie would just join, would be like so much uh, willing to share story when they're talking about somebody else's story. Or they are sharing some pieces of story that, you know, people with, uh, you know, we're doing a documentary. And then we have people talking about this person that we're doing the documentary. So they, when they are talking about them, they're not caring. They're not thinking about the camera that's filming because they have a story. They have something they're sharing. Mm -hmm. So I saw this, how all this transformation. 
And then going forward, uh, when we moved, we, at that time we were in New York and New Jersey, and then we moved to Florida for many personal reasons. Um, and then I wanted to help uh, a small business, like women on business, to bring their stories to life, to bring, uh, you know, their business stories, not in a regular way, or just talking about the products, the way we see commercials. No, I wanted to talk about your business. I want to do a little story about the business. And then... Uh, I was just getting ready to do that, and then the pandemic came. So this all transformation behind this, but like I was going, looking for ways to get involved with women and moms to share stories. So then I felt like going online and searching and sharing stories in a different way. But then I realized that when I wanted people to tell stories online, it's different because it's different than me going there and talking to them, and then I have them relaxed to tell stories and having them to record stories. So see, so now we have a different moment in my life on the filming and the stories. I needed to find a way to get these people to come on camera and share stories, but I wasn't doing that. Mm. I wasn't on the camera. And I was so afraid, I was so afraid, I was so uh, self-conscious of my accent, of my facial features, or the way I was moving, the way I was presenting myself on camera, because it's so different when you're working, you're getting these people ready. And now I was, I needed to prepare myself. So mm. I was, but I took a decision and I said, well, to be able to do that, I have to be the one to be on camera and start talking to these people, because that's what I want them to do. And I practiced a lot. I did a lot. I was just like, I was so uh, at first I was like, oh, I'm so fearless. I'm just going to go and do it. But like after a while, it's like, no, I'm doing scared. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I'm like just stepping in and take some deep breath and just doing scared. So that I started this whole situation of finding a way to encourage myself to do it. And then I was, when I was sharing the message and I was telling these people, every message was a message to myself. Uh, I was like a little message say, you can do it. Mm. You can go on the camera. It's like I'm talking to someone, but that someone was me. Mm. And I was making this video. I was like, and I was listening to the message again. I was like, yes, I can do it. And then I started feeling encouraged by the fact that I was doing. And then I was just keep doing, keep doing. And then now that I feel more ready, now that I was like doing more. And I was sharing this message. And I felt, I found, found the ways that, you know, we can present ourselves, we can feel more confident. And also, because throughout this whole step and what also was holding me back, uh, Marty, was the fact that I'm very technical. I knew the technical part. I knew the editing. I knew the behind the camera. So I wanted to be perfect. Mm. I was like, oh, if the light is not this, if this is not that, it's not going to work. Mm. And then I also switched my mind. I had like a, um, a mindset, like a mind frame change. I'm not sure if I have the right word right now, but I switched the way I was thinking. I was mm. like, I need to focus on the message. I need to focus on what I want to share. Of course, I want to make sure I present myself nicely. I get sufficient light, you know, sufficient way to present the sound, everything working, the video working. But today, they, like I started doing the videos, I wanted to do my video camera. Like, no, I'm just gonna use my cell phone. The cell phone camera mm -hmm. is so good right now. So I just start like using with my hands. Then I was like, move it too much. Then I got a tripod or like just put it in some place. 
or like I always work and find a way, finding the best light in my house. So I was taking notes what was working. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, now I can teach people how to do that, how to come on camera and how to present themselves. Like, so that with doing all this this process, I found a passion that is helping women to come on camera and share the stories, share the story of the business that they don't need somebody coming with the camera to their home, to their places and film them. They can learn how to do themselves because you can have a film crew and come to your place and film you for a couple of days and then you have this package. But what happened next? What happened when something else happens in your business or something else happens in your life? How do you, how do you keep talking to the people or your audience? You know, I think I, I went already too far from your question, but I just, I love this so much. I just got carry on. <laughs> Well, that's beautiful. You know, that's exactly yesterday, um, you know, as a, as a Latina biz coach, what I, what I share with people on the stories is that, you know, um, that confidence, you know, that confidence that you, you know, it's okay, whatever it is that you do, but I hear you. Um, so that confidence is so necessary for me. I was an educator. I, you know, many years of education from elementary school all the way to college. And I was an administrator and I've always spoken in front of people. I'm a speaker. I, you know, I've spoken in front of uh, 5,000, you know, audience, I can speak, I can see, I can, you know, and I know how to work it. I know how to work an audience live. I know how to read the students. I know how to know if my, if my teaching if my education is meeting them. But then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and I went from being in front of the class to being in front of my computer. Yes. And oh my gosh, people were like, oh, you should be a natural at it. Oh, you know, you know, and it was like, I finally figured out why I hated it so much. And that was because you mentioned earlier, you know, a perfectionist. So I, I went from, you know, from being able to read my audience and look out and speak on what it was, not having to worry about what I looked like, right? It was mostly reading and and I would bounce, you know, off and change and lift my intonation or whatever it was based on what the reactionary audience was, right? Well, I didn't have that. And so I went and it was like, Oh, I'm looking at me. Oh my God. My nose looks big. Maybe I need a nose job. Oh my God. My cheeks. Oh my gosh. I'm going to need a, a facelift, a neck lift, something I got, you know, and it was like, all so distracting, so distracting. And it was like, it wasn't until one day I woke up and I said, you know why? Because I'm looking at myself and I'm so critical of myself that that's why I still to this day struggle with doing lives. I love doing this because I'm looking at you and I'm talking and doing all this. I'm getting better at it because of the, you know, the podcast is on, you know, live on Coach Marty Angel YouTube channel. But I really could have used you (laughs) at the beginning because it was like, oh, 
lordy. And it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I need this and I need that. And I need, you know, and I need better makeup and I need better lighting and I need all of this. And where does the light go? And, oh, there's so much to learn. So that's, you know, how you walked into a video conference. I call it a video um, confidence educator, right? Because you need that confidence. Along those lines, let me ask you a question. A ver, vamos a ver, right? It's it's bilingual. That's Um, that's one one pause here about the video camera camera that I was was trying to find uh, a way to come on camera because with all the time that when it was everything turning online and we start seeing these uh, reels, these shorts, these trends, TikTok, and then Everybody thought they they need to bo- to be doing this dancing, this pointing, and yeah. I tried that too. I like, oh no, this is not <laughs> for me. <laughs> I know I love dancing, but like not the way I needed to present the message that I want to. I still right. do something like in, in a silly way to share because I I love fun. I love fun. Right. But like, no, when I really want to share my message, I don't want to be like pointing and having people to come back and oh, what did they miss? If they want to come back to listen again, the message or something, I want to share value. I want to share video that was made. So when I started just coming and talking what I wanted to share, it felt better. It felt myself. And I see and I saw people finding me because they relate to that too. Because, oh, I don't like this point. There's this, this fast videos, these flashes, this stuff, this transition. And that made me even more confident on, on what I wanted to do in present because there's more people that want to do what I want to do and more people want to learn how to present themselves without having to go to, to learn the, to the transitions and all these effects. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. It, um, you actually teach people or teach mujeres and mostly it sounded like you teach moms. Yeah. To feel confident behind the camera, how to feel confident behind the camera so that their videos are good. Um, is it just moms or who is your target audience? They, they are women. They are women. I tell mom because I started with ideas of because I'm a mom and I was like, I was feeling that when you stay home and take care of the home and take care of the kids, like it's a whole world that you have behind it and you have so much to share. And it's not just sharing about the kids, about things. I wanted to get involved with moms for them to tell about them, about their feelings, mm-hmm. about what, what makes them move, what makes them want to do something else with their lives. Not about changing diapers or, or the brand of the, you know, the milk that they do or their breastfeeding or even, you know, when it's a mom choice. Yes, I want to hear that. But not about um, you know about the childcare thing. It's more that really about the mom life. I wanted mm. to hear how you manage to go with your life, and you know because we live so much. Like when we are mom, there's so much more than already being a woman. There's so much that we have to go through. Uh, when we talk about confidence and coming on video, we there's so much to people judge on us when we are women. Then we, there's a man on the camera. So, and when we are mom, we have this extra baggage of, oh, you know, I'm already a mom. I, I know I'm weight and I'm already have a kid. So how many things you have to balance in order to come on camera and feel that your story is valuable. Your story matters that somebody else that just feeling the same thing you're feeling right now and you sharing that, they're going to feel so much better in the day. So that's, I started with the moms, but then I said, well, 
I, as, as a business-wise, it's women. I focus more on bringing women to Cameron and business women that they want not only to talk about the product, they want to make this more personal because people are going to remember you when they feel that you share something that they relate to. Mm. If you just share about the product, but why? Why is that meaningful? Why? Mm. You know, that makes a difference. You want to sell this thing or why you're creating mm. this? Why is it your servers different from the other one? So mm. when you put your voice there, instead of just putting the servers or just pictures, it makes a difference. You, you have a more active memory on the people's life by video and sound. So that's right. why I want people to come on camera. Oh yeah, yeah. Women, and for me, women. Yeah. <laughs> well, any people, but like I so far they just have women. Yeah. <laughs> and I love working with me. I just that is women. amazing. That is amazing. You are you are amazing. So um yeah, that is so important. We have that in common as well. Um I tend to focus on the you know, giving the Latina and the BIPOC women um mujerpreneurs, the entrepreneurs, giving them a voice where they can come to creating that safe space where they can share their stories. Um, as a, um, you know, network marketer myself, one and a, a network marketing coach, one of the things that when I bring people on is I share with them and I say, remember that you are the brand, you, the product that you sell or the, or the company that you chose to partner with as a network marketer, that's not you. You need to share your voice. And like you said, um, yeah, you can talk about all the, you know, all the benefits of the product, but people want to know your story. You know, how, uh, why do you, why do you take this, right? Why do you, you know, share your story? Don't share all the benefits of the product over here. And yeah. that's so important. Maybe we can see with like, just take an example of these actors, these people that is already on the camera. They can do many sketches. They can do many things on camera. But when they share something personal, that goes viral. People go crazy because, oh, my gosh, I know something about the personal life. So they're going to remember, oh, did you know it that? Like, it's not just because people want to know that. I wasn't even, I was um, hearing, I, I saved this video I want to share. I think I didn't share yet, of an actress. Um, I don't remember right now the movie that she did. She's like, she's a young actress. And somebody asked her why she shares so much of how she's so much on video and sharing this stuff that she does, like, because people want so much to get inside of my life. When I share a lot, they think they already have a lot of my life. So they don't need to ask more. They still have my privacy. They still choose what I want to share. But when I share things, me making the makeup and talking why I do the makeup, talking about, uh, you know, that I went to the doctor, my doctor experience or a few things that she shares on her life, people feel so much like thirst for like so much in a personal level. She's not just an actress. She's a person. She's not the, the actor from the movie. She's a person. And then that's what people want. You want people want to have a connection, a personal level. And I had this question before to say, oh, that I talk a lot about having personal connection with your audience. And they say, well, when you have so much people wanting to know and, and want to connect with you, how are you going to have you know personal connection with so many people? You're going to share this personal connection. And if I have 100 followers, let's say, even 100 followers, it's not gonna, I'm not going to have enough time in my life to reach out all of them. But when I'm authentic, when I'm sharing my message in an authentic way, 
for them, for each one of these 100 people, I gonna be genuine. I They gonna have a genuine connection with me. Even though I'm not gonna be able to reply to each one of them, I may reply talking to one person, but for each one of them, it's gonna be one message. And they might hear a little bit different, they might hear a little different things, but all the connections are gonna be genuine when you are authentic, when you come to the camera without doing all these um, things that you don't feel comfortable doing. Things that you, you know, you, you're talking things that is not really what you're feeling or is not really what you, you related to. So when you bring these stories, your stories, oh, I don't have stories. Yes, you went to a coffee shop and you had a wonderful coffee that day. Just share that. Start with the simple things. And you start getting used to share simple things that people are going to love about you, about hearing how you talk, your accent. I used to be so worried, so afraid of my accent. Now I just, oh, okay, that's, that's Simone. That's how I should talk. Ah, okay. So, so you just said something very important because I struggle with this all the time because, you know, um, according to, you, you know, according to the gurus, you're supposed to share three to five stories every day and, you know, and your stories are different from your posts. And I struggle with that. It's like, you know, I'm boring. What do you, you know, I'm boring. I'm a, you know, I, I work from home. Um, I love to cook. So every day at, you know, at four o'clock, I stop what I'm doing. I go in the house. I, you know, I believe in, you know, cooking fresh and, and all of that stuff. And then, you know, by the time I'm done clean, I'm the cleaner. Right. So I just say everybody, okay, the chef is in the kitchen. And then after that, okay, the maid is in the kitchen and, you know, I'm goofing like that, but I'm thinking what nobody needs, nobody really wants to know that. So for people like me, like, let's say that you're talking to me and I say, I really don't have anything to share. What would you, where would you tell me to start sharing? What would you say? God, Mari, you have so much to share, especially because you are an educator yourself and you experience so much experiences every week because every person that you talk, how many lessons you learn, talk about how they made you feel. That's you're going to talk. You're going to talk, you're going to tell experience. Oh, I spoke yesterday with Maria. For Maria, there's so many Marias. Maria's always getting the story. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she was talking about, you know, when she went to the place or, or when she did it, and that made me remember of their experience that I had or whatever made you feel at the moment. Or when you have this, all these stories that you share, all these people that you talk, take the little notes of that. After you, you did that podcast, oh, this was so wonderful message that I had. So then when you have your content is not the only the content that you talking to the people you bringing feedback or what what this conversation made you feel mm. well what the feedback you have from this conversation so you have so much to read so it happens to me a lot that i have a conversation that i have the podcast myself that i still i need to have so much to put that yet and uh, it's called mom is not for sale every time i have a conversation after i finish recording I go on on Instagram, usually Instagram stories, the place that I share the most. And I said, I had this conversation today and this happened. And then I share a little piece of that. Something that, you know, just, just happened or the feeling, it's so raw mm -hmm. at the moment. And then 
I have people interact with me. Oh my God, oh, this is nice. Or they send a DM or they just like, or even maybe I don't even know. They, they even, don't even tell me what it happened because what happens um, that I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing by coming on camera and sharing these this stories, this encouragement, um, these confidence tips. I have people before I was just like putting family stuff on Facebook. So I have family and friends there a lot. They are seeing my content, but they're not interacting at all. I don't see likes. I don't see comments. I went to a party on early December and someone came to me and said, I love your content. It's so inspiring. I just love when something new comes and I watch those videos and what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Like, oh my God, I didn't even know this person was watching my content. You don't know who you're touching. You don't know who you're impacting. If you trust your content, if you trust your message, just keep doing. You are impacting someone in a positive way. That's what I'm expecting you to do. I'm expecting you bring a positive message. So you are impacting someone positively and you don't even know it. One day you might know, one day you know. But like it's worldwide. We're here on the internet. You were there in California. I'm here in Brazil. And we don't know where people are watching this today live. And we don't know when they are watching on replay. But once you put your message out there, it's uncanny. It's like, uh, I, I'm just missing the word right now. You cannot tell how much or how long or how far your message, message is going to go. Right. Right. That's so, that's so true, you know, and you know, it's just, it's like, you really don't know after all my years of education, you know, and teaching and, and teaching different subjects. Right. And so, but the one subject that always seemed to have the most amount of breakthroughs, I was an algebra teacher. So I taught algebra and every year on the first day of school, Every student who walked in, because I would always meet my students at the door and say, hi, how are you? I'm going to be your teacher. We're going to have fun. And they were, and, and inevitably the students, especially the high school students say, we're not going to have fun. This is math. I don't do well in math. I hate math. Math hates me. I, you know, I'm only here because I have to be, you know, and it was like every, the story, the story, the story was all of these negative stories that they had and horror stories that I heard from other math teachers they had. And so at the beginning of the class, I remember so well, I, every year I would say, okay, so here's the deal. I will do everything in my power to make sure that you guys all pass this class, provided that you do everything in your power to make sure you succeed. And then it was like, oh, wow, I'm going to pass this class. So the kids would, you know, they would say like, oh, wow, no one's ever told me I'm going to pass the class at the beginning. And I would tell them, you are all going to pass the class. You know, there's just no way you cannot pass this class unless you totally hate me and you throw eggs at me or you throw eggs at my car or whatever, then you're going to pass the class. So I want you to know that because you're going to put in the work. And they were like, Oh, wow. It's so different. And nobody's ever said that. So at some point, and I didn't, you know, I just, that just came naturally for me. Right. It just, it was like, I wanted to be that person to give them the confidence they needed to succeed 
And one, one I remember so clearly so many students, but one student had taken the same math class five times and never passed it. And so after class that first day, she comes back, she was crying. And she says to me, no one has ever told me that I could pass this class or that I was going to pass this class. She said, you've inspired me and I'm going to pass the class. And she did. She got a B plus. And she was like, I went from five F's to a B plus. And she said, and I think it was all because of the confidence you gave me the first day of class. And so I think that's what you're doing with us, with us. And I put myself in your, in your, you know, general audience, right? Um, I'm a mom too. I'm an old mom because I have adult children. Pero ni modo, ¿verdad? Tienen que crecer todo. But um, yeah, you know, that, that just sharing, when you teach me to share that, you know, you said, you know, that coffee right now, you said, you know, just share the coffee. You went to a coffee shop and the coffee was really, really good. And I'm going like, oh my gosh, how simple. I don't go to a coffee shop. I make my own coffee because. Talk about your coffee that you make. About Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I refer to my one cup of coffee every day. <laughs> just now, before before coming, uh, you know, to meeting with you, I was just going my mom's kitchen and my mom has uh, many glasses little containers that it, sometimes we buy jelly and then uh -huh. once you clean the label it's transparent and you have the, the lid with little different colors and then I was remembered that I have I do the same thing in my home I save them and then I put like little nuts or little like things that I usually open the package is plastic and then I don't want to seal or like put like some clip on it and then I put on the little you know container glass uh -huh. container and I put the lid on and then I have on my kitchen and then I just thought I'm gonna film this here at my mom's home and then I'm gonna go back home and I'm gonna film mine we're gonna see how these stories the family traditions you know connects over the time and then just gonna create like a little curiosity on people you know what do you share with your family what do you see you know from from your mom that you do now as an adult so, right. you know, just little thing that I was seeing, I was like, oh, I can do a story here. I can do a little short reel and then just bring this to my, you know, wow. my content. And right now, the story that you told, you just can grab from this video and tell the story about your teaching in algebra and how can people can use things from that experience and bring to the business. Right. And this is right now, it's a piece of content for you and it's a real experience. So that's what your people want to see and and hear and be inspired by real stories right you not just saying oh i teach this i just tell women that they can do but like wow how can you can you say that? how can you tell the experience that you live and then you can do like i i shared a lot the things that i went through how i wasn't able to come on camera how i felt that i was you know good enough to, to be on camera. I wasn't saying good enough, but like I wasn't confident enough. So I'm not confident I cannot be in camera, but if I not come on camera, I'm not going to be confident. So all right. this, and just today was uh, reading this message that I want to try to find um, who I heard from. I think it was from an interview on a podcast from Jasmine and someone else. And she said, um, the discomfort today, it's confidence tomorrow, confidence later. So ah. it's discomfort. It's it's not comfortable to be or do things different that you're not used to. Exactly. Doing this and getting the courage to do that, uh, you know, it's gonna give you the confidence later. And I use a lot the word courage because when I was doing things, 
as I mentioned before, I was like, oh, I'm fearless. I, you know, I fearless. I do this. And like, I was doing scared. And like, I'm not fearless. I'm courageous. I Very just, cool. and that's what we have to do. We have to be courageous because fear might be there, might come with us. Come with me, fear. Come with me. Come, watch me. Watch me do it. Watch me do it. Right. <laughs> right. Do because <laughs> sometimes we just cannot get rid of fear. It's just, something that we just okay it's here it's something's yeah. a warning is because it's good it's something that i haven't done before because exactly. i haven't been here i haven't been talking camera like coming on live video like many things like you know just like i cannot find the right word marty mm -hmm. i just cannot find it. i just me learning english like i just get something else i just try to find a different way to communicate so that's what i do and the same thing when you're just getting ready for something try something different and no. with video you can just like chop a little bit and just get the message out and that's what i teach people you uh, just learn to record and then you chop you you get a scissor you got a snippet from the the editing too it can take something out you don't have to come live i started doing lives just to not get the urge to edit everything and take longer to come on video okay now okay. that that's i have i know i know techniques that i can do to make it easier for you, for the audience that it can want to do the video, it's it's better. Like you don't have to come live because it's it's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable to come live and and recording the videos and not knowing who's gonna be watching. You just might want to turn off, you know, like when somebody comes live and you just pray that nobody <laughs> comes live. <laughs> but I have those video lives. I have those videos just to prove that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, otra pregunta, otra pregunta. Okay, so um, this is um, a question that comes to me often, being that I'm a bilingual podcaster, ¿verdad? Oh, I speak my, my two languages. I speak actually three, but, you know, my podcast is Spanish-English. Um, so I did have a question that I would love to share with you and hear what you have to say. So this person said to me, why do you speak, um, you know, some English and some Spanish? Why can't you just speak one language? What do you say to people who are bilingual? I I find it wonderful that you do that. Um, I sometimes if I like in a, in an interview or something, I can I even by the end I say ciao beijo, you know, like it by cases uh, in Portuguese, but I. It just like I think it, it brings you your personality mm. that it like you, in your podcast name, you know, it already mm. says it's for Latina. So it, it brings a little, I think in your case, it's very like a juice part. Some people you understand, some people want. I know that you're not gonna get something that this is for a broad audience, it's for like mostly an English speaking. Also, you're not gonna just share a message for an important part of your podcast in mm -hmm. Spanish. But it's just kind of little, it's kind of put like a little sound or a little music. And mm -hmm. on, on the story, on the video part, I find this wonderful. I find this, and if you are um, a bilingual, if you're like a Spanish speaker, and then you're still learning a lot of English and you don't remember the word, and you can just don't curse. If you're not used to curse, right. <laughs> don't curse a <the> video. <laughs> But, uh, but just a la pucha or like, I don't know, I don't know, like a, a word like you could say when you don't remember something like it, don't, don't say a bad word. 
I'm thinking about a bad word now, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> no, no bad words. <laughs> no bad words. Uh, but, you know, it. I think it's it brings your personality. Okay. So that's like, I, I really think you just should keep doing because every time you do that, oh, this is money. Like it just, and that's going to be like a memorable, like, you know, that's, that's money. That's how, you know, she does. That's her podcast. Nobody else does that. But Marty, so if somebody <laughs> does something else, that's that's on them. But that's I like the every time you see that or oh, otra pregunta, you know, it's just yeah. you put you put it there like another question, or you can even say that and then say it again in English. Yeah, but just just to get a little touch, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I I love it. Yeah. Great, thank you so much. You know, um, there's, I could be here for forever, but, um, you know, I know that I want to respect your time and also to the, the time of my, um, my audience who I tell them that, you know, this podcast is drive time podcast so that they can get to where they're going and still listen to it and pick up some tidbits. Right. So, um, one of the things, a uh, real quick question, and then and then um, I'm going to ask you also, where can people find you? One real quick question. What is the number one thing that you would say to people to begin to get confidence? What could they do to begin to get confidence? Believe in your message. Okay. If that there's two things, you are the best speak person for your product or service. Nobody is going to tell better about how you serve, what you do, or what you sell than you. You know better than anybody else. So if you want to put a message out there about that, you are the best one to come and speak and serve your audience. Ah, perfect, perfect. Believing on that is going to already bring your confidence because you're going to focus on the message, not on anything else. There you go. So let me just go, you know, um, summarize it. Let me use my educational skills to summarize. Okay. So you said, say the message, but believe in the message that you're saying so that when you say the message, it comes across authentically because it is you. Yes or no? See yes. or no? great oh yeah um so thank you so much for being on here but um where can um if people want to follow you want to find some more information about you where are you on social media i'm everywhere uh as i am simone money it's i am a a m s i'm o n e m o n y Perfect. So like Instagram, Facebook, um, anywhere, social media. Oh, that is so amazing. So um, if for those of you that are listening, I will also drop her link in the show notes. If you're watching us today on the Coach Marty Angel YouTube channel, gracias. And uh, you will find the information below. If you're watching us on the YouTube channel and you're watching the replay, make sure to subscribe, hit that bell, because when you do that, it helps me be able to spread the messages to more and more Latinas, BIPOC women, mujerpreneurs. And that's what we need. Porque juntas podemos más. Together we can do more. So, you know, make sure that you give us some love, share the message, 
And um, as always, gracias, Simone. I'm so happy and I'm so excited because it this turned out so well. You're in Brazil. Oh my gosh, in Brazil. And I'm over here in San Diego. Yeah. Yet we're still communicating through the power of technology. You know, uh, so many people say, you know, technology is bad. But in this case, this is a perfect example of why technology is so needed and so good for us. Simone, eres una hermosa. Gracias por estar Muchas aquí. Gracias. Abrazos, muchos besitos. I hope you have the best time. And um, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And this podcast will drop next week. You can see it here, but it will drop on the audios. It will be out on the audios anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast shows, you know, um, Apple podcast, um, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're there. So make sure that you download the episode so you can hear it anytime. You don't have to be connected to the internet in order to hear it. If you download it and that also, and share it out, share it out because Simone and, and um, you know, myself, we, you know, thrive on helping mujerpreneurs succeed. So gracias por estar aquí, Simone. It is una hermosura. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Gracias. Muchas gracias, Mari. Besos a todos. Okay. This episode brought to you by Celevive Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask. The Celevive Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask locks in intense moisture to perfectly prime your skin for restful sleep. Apply this relaxing hydration serum several times a week to pamper yourself and radiate your healthier looking complexion. Sheet masking is all the rage right now. Make it a regular part of your healthy skincare regimen today. Celevive Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask. Click the link below and get yours today.